Welcome to 66 and 365 Bible Reading for Kids. I'm Alana. And I'm Luke. We're excited to be reading the Bible with you. Our goal is to help our kids be engaged with the Bible every day this year, and we hope that you will join us. We're working our way through the Old Testament, all the parts of Scripture that happened prior to the birth of Christ. On today's episode, we jump back into the narrative of looking at what Solomon is up to. Check it out today on 66 and 365. 1 Kings chapter 10. The queen of Sheba heard about Solomon's fame, connected with the name of the Lord, and came to test him with difficult questions. She came to Jerusalem with a very large entourage, with camels bearing spices, gold in great abundance, and precious stones. She came to Solomon and spoke to him about everything that was on her mind. So Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too difficult for the king to explain to her. When the queen of Sheba observed all of Solomon's wisdom, the palace he had built, the food at his table, his servants' residence, his attendants' service and their attire, his cupbearers and the burnt offerings he offered to the Lord's temple, it took her breath away. She said to the king, The report I heard in my own country about your words and about your wisdom is true. But I didn't believe the reports until I came and saw with all with my own eyes. Indeed, I was not even told half. Your wisdom and prosperity far exceed the report I heard. How happy are your men. How happy are those servants of yours who always stand in your presence hearing your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord your God. He delighted in you and put you on the throne of Israel because the Lord's eternal love for Israel. He has made you king to carry out justice and righteousness. Then she gave the king four and a half tons of gold, a great quantity of spices and precious stones. Never again did such a quantity of spices arrive as those the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. In addition, Hiram's fleet that carried gold from Ophir brought from Ophir a large quantity of almug wood and precious stones. The king made the Almugwood into steps for the Lord's temple and the king's palace and into lyres and harps for the singers. Never before did such Almugwood arrive, and the like has not been seen again. King Solomon gave the queen of Sheba her every desire, whatever she asked, besides what he had given her out of his royal bounty. Then she, along with her servants, returned to her own country. The weight of gold that came to Solomon annually was 25 tons, besides what came from merchants, traders, merchandise, and all the Arabian kings and governors of the land. King Solomon made 200 large shields of hammered gold. 15 pounds of gold went into each shield. He made 300 small shields of hammered gold. Nearly 4 pounds of gold went into each shield. The king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. The king also made a large ivory throne and overlaid it with fine gold. The throne had six steps. There was a rounded top at the back of the throne, armrests on either side of the seat, and two lions standing beside the armrests. Twelve lions were standing there on the six steps, one at each end. Nothing like it had ever been made in any other kingdom. All of King Solomon's drinking cups were gold, and all the utensils of the house of the forest of Lebanon were pure gold. There was no silver, since it was considered as nothing in Solomon's time. For the king had ships of Tarshish at sea with Hiram's fleet, and once every three years the ships of Tarshish would arrive bearing gold, silver, ivory, apes, and peacocks. 
King Solomon surpassed all the kings of the world in riches and in wisdom. The whole, er- the whole world wanted an audience with Solomon to hear the wisdom that God had put in his heart. Every man would bring his annual tribute, items of silver and gold, clothing, weapons, spices, and horses and mules. Solomon accumulated 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horsemen and stationed them in the chariot cities and with the king in Jerusalem. The king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones, and he made cedar as abundant as sycamore in the Judean foothills. Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and Kew. The king's traders brought them from Kew at the going price. A chariot was imported from Egypt for 15 pounds of silver and a horse for 4 pounds. In the same way, they exported them to all the kings of the Hittites and to the kings of Aram through their agents. 1 Kings chapter 11 King Solomon loved many foreign women in addition to Pharaoh's daughter, Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Sidonian, and Hittite women from the nations about which the Lord had told the Israelites, you must not intermarry with them, and they must not intermarry with you, because they will turn your heart away to follow their gods. To these women, Solomon was deeply attached in love. He had 700 wives who were princesses and 300 who were concubines, and they turned his heart away. When Solomon was old, his wives turned his heart away to follow other gods. He was not wholeheartedly devoted to the Lord his God, as his father David had been. Solomon followed Ashtaroth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and Milcom, the abhorrent idol of the Ammonites. Solomon did what was evil in the Lord's sight, and unlike his father David, he did not remain loyal to the Lord. At that time, Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the abhorrent idol of Moab, and for Milcom, the abhorrent idol of the Ammonites. On the hill across from Jerusalem, he did the same for all his foreign wives who were burning incense and offering sacrifices to their gods. The Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. He had commanded him about this so that he would not follow other gods, but Solomon did not do what the Lord had commanded. Then the Lord said to Solomon, Since you have done this and did not keep my covenant and my statutes, which I commanded you, I will tear the kingdom away from you and give it to your servant. However, I will not do it during your lifetime for the sake of your father David. I will tear it out of your son's hand, yet I will not tear the entire kingdom away from him. I will give one tribe to your son for the sake of my servant David and for the sake of Jerusalem that I chose. So the Lord raised up Hadad, the Edomite, as an enemy against Solomon. He was of the royal family of Edom. Earlier, when David was in Edom, Joab, the commander of the army, had gone to bury the dead and had struck down every male in Edom for Joab and all of Israel had remained there six months until he had killed every male in Edom. Hadad fled to Egypt along with some Edomites from his father's servants. At the time, Hadad was a small boy. Hadad and his men set out from Midian and went to Paran. They took men with them from Paran and went to Egypt to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who gave Hadad a house, ordered that he be given food, and gave him land. Pharaoh liked Hadad so much that he gave him a wife, the sister of his own wife, Queen Tehepanes. Tehepanes' sister gave birth to Hadad's son, Genebath. Tehepanes herself weaned him in Pharaoh's palace, and Genebath lived there along with Pharaoh's son. When Hadad heard in Egypt that David rested with his ancestors and that Joab, the commander of the army, was dead, Hadad said to Pharaoh, 
Let me leave so I may go to my own country. But Pharaoh asked him, What do you lack here with me that you want to go back to your own country? Nothing, he replied, but please let me leave. God raised up Rezon, son of Eliada, as an enemy against Solomon. Rezon fled, had fled from his master, King Hedadezar of Zobah, and gathered men to himself. He became leader of a raiding party when David killed the Zoabites. He went to Damascus, lived there, and became king in Damascus. Rezon was Israel's enemy throughout Solomon's reign, adding to the trouble Hadad had caused. He reigned over Aram and loathed Israel. Now Solomon's servant, Jeroboam, son of Nebat, was an Ephraimite from Zerida. His, widow, his widowed mother's name was Zeruah. Jeroboam rebelled against Solomon, and this is the reason he rebelled against the king. Solomon had built the supporting terraces and repaired the opening in the wall of the city of his father David. Now the man Jeroboam was capable, and Solomon noticed the young man because he was getting things done. So he appointed him over the entire labor force of the house of Joseph. During that time, the prophet Ahijah the Shilonite met Jeroboam on the road as Jeroboam came out of Jerusalem. Now Ahijah had wrapped himself with a new cloak, and the two of them were alone in an open field. Then Ahijah took hold of the new cloak he had on, tore it into twelve pieces, and said to Jeroboam, Take ten pieces for yourself, for this is what the Lord God of Israel says. I am about to tear the kingdom out of Solomon's hand. I will give you ten tribes, but one tribe will remain his for the sake of my servant David, and for the sake of Jerusalem, the city I chose out of all the tribes of Israel, for they have abandoned me. They have bowed down to Ashtaroth, the goddess of the Sidonians, to Chemosh, the god of Moab, and to Milcom, the god of the Ammonites. They have not walked in my ways to do what is right in my sight and to carry out my statutes and my judgments as his father David did. However, I will not take the whole kingdom from him, but will let him be ruler all the days of his life for the sake of my servant David, whom I chose and who kept my commands and my statutes." I will take ten tribes of the kingdom from his son and give them to you. I will, give you one, I will give one tribe to his son, so that my servant David will always have a lamp before me in Jerusalem, the city I chose for myself to put my name there. I will appoint you, and you will reign as king over all you want, and you will be king over Israel. After that, if you obey all my commands and all that I command you, walk in my ways and do what is right in my sight in order to keep my statutes and my commandments as my servant David did, I will be with you. I will build you a lasting dynasty just as I built for David and I will give you Israel. I will humble David's descendants because of their unfaithfulness, but not forever. Therefore, Solomon tried to kill Jeroboam, but he fled to Egypt, to King Shishak of Egypt, where he remained until Solomon's death. The rest of the events of Solomon's reign, along with all his accomplishments and his wisdom, are written in the book of Solomon's events. The length of Solomon's reign in Jerusalem over all Israel totaled 40 years. Solomon rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of his father David. His son Rehoboam became king in his place. And now it's time for... The Question of the Day! Our question for you and your family to discuss today is... How do you maintain your relationship with God?
And don't forget to practice our memory verse this week with your family. It is from Psalm 119, verse 11. I have treasured your word in my heart so that I may not sin against you. If you want to practice that with your family and send us in a voice recording, we would love to add it to next week's show. Again, Psalm 119, verse 11. I have treasured your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you.